today by Kristinka. It's a marvelous Kristinka. Thank you so much. <laughs> Get out and vote. Get out and vote. And you know what? Try to have some fun at it while you're, like, I know you guys are getting worked up, but you got to release. You got to laugh. Laughter is good medicine. So, uh. Next week, we're out of here. Coming up next is Mike Creamy. A box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that Hand off his box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe That means I have Half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. It's a show about food. Good evening. This is Mike. And today on Pandora's Lunchbox, I found something very interesting the other day. There is an event going on called Fastathon, and I was very interested to find out about that. And so we have some guests in the studio to talk about that. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. And uh, Abdul. You are with the uh, Muslim Student Association yes, I am. at the U of M, and you're the Vice President of Campus Affairs, is that correct? That's true. Yep. Okay. And uh, Sarah, you are with the uh, Muslim Students Association, and you are uh, coordinating yep. the, uh, the FASTathon. So I guess I'd like to start by mentioning this is in the month of Ramadan, and that is essentially what FASTathon is all about. Uh, would you like to talk about Ramadan for those who might not know about it? Sure. Um, so Ramadan is the month of fasting in, in Islam. Um, it's what's called the you know the five pillars. Everybody's heard of them. And uh, the fast of the month of Ramadan is the third pillar. And so what we do is we observe a fast from sunrise to sunset every day in the month. Um, this fast in, in the actual verse of the Quran that talks about it, it says, so that you may achieve, attain God conscious. And so in this sense, it's more of just a fast from food and water, but it's also like a spiritual fast. And so in that day while you're, you know, you're fasting, you're not eating, you're not drinking, um, you should be thinking about, you know, during the course of my life, I have the opportunity to do these things regularly, and they are essential to my physiological well-being. And you really get to realize this when you're fasting, because you don't have them there anymore. Mm. Um, and so you really do start to think about, man, I'm really blessed in my life. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great time. So you start thinking about some of your habits... Yeah, and then you break your habits, and you say, "Well, do I really need those habits?" Is that kind of what that's about? Yeah, so I mean, if you look at uh, the rest of the year, right, when you're not fasting, mm-hmm. you can look back to Ramadan and say, "I kept myself from food and water. Those are two essential things that I, I need to survive." And the fact that I don't have them right now, you know, I hadn't had them before. You can look at the the rest of your desires, anything else that you, um, you know, you shouldn't be doing, and you can say, "I can easily keep myself away from that because of the strength that I've attained during Ramadan." Okay. So, do you want to say anything about it? Um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that another one of the reasons, um, one of the main reasons, one of the good reasons that we fast is to call to attention to all the people that go hungry daily, not like as an act of religion, but just a, as a fact in their life. So that's one of the reasons that we organized Fastathon. 
Okay. And uh, Fastathon, what exactly is it, and how long has it been going on? Well, um, it started about five years ago. Yeah, five years ago it started in the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Um, Ann Arbor has been doing it for four years. Okay. And what it is is um, we have local business sponsors that they're donating a set quantity of money to each non-Muslim we get to fast. So what we're asking non-Muslim students and staff to do is go hungry from, for one day, which is October 19th, from sunrise to sunset. And um, all the money that is collected from the businesses that are sponsoring us, we're donating it to food gatherers, which is a local food bank. We've had food gatherers on the show before, and we really like what they're doing as well, uh, collecting food from places that might otherwise throw it away and make it available to people in need. So there are a lot of connections, it sounds like, here that you're making, uh, connecti- connecting to people who need food and connecting also to, as you say, uh, asking non-Muslims to give give this idea a try. Maybe yeah. they haven't tried it before. Um, what are your thoughts about that? I mean, it's an interesting, it, it's a, it sounds like a good thing. Yeah, it, it gives people really an opportunity, um, kind of a coerced opportunity to learn a little bit more mm-hmm. about themselves. I think you learn a lot about yourself just from fasting um, and seeing how you react to, to being hungry and thirsty. Um, and at the same time, their efforts don't necessarily, I mean, I guess the personal gain that they make can't be called in vain, but they don't go in vain because they, I mean, at the end of the day, you get a, a real good dinner. And okay. uh, other than that, um, Pardon the phone, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah, other than that, it's uh, it's a great opportunity for them to um, to kind of make it make an impact in the community because all their fasting goes towards charity that's given to somebody else who needs food, and mm-hmm. so you really uh, you come back. It's basically like I'm going hungry, so you can you can eat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Go hungry for one day, so someone else doesn't have to. Right. Now in Ramadan, you're actually fasting for a month. Yeah. And. There is a time of the day and a time of the night that you're allowed to eat. Is that correct? How does that work? Yeah. So in the um, in the Quran, you know, Holy Book of, of Muslims, uh, it talks about the exact verse says that you you stop eating when you can differentiate between a black string and a white string from the col- from the from the light of the sun. Hmm. And so this is like right at sun, sun sunrise that you can do this, um, and then you continue fasting until sunset, until the sun fully goes down, and then you can eat again. And generally, uh, we break our fasts on, on dates and water. Um, that's just the uh, the tradition of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Um, and then, you you know, you generally eat, and yeah. So okay. you, you kind of <laughs> gorge yourself sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because you go from really hungry to really full in about an hour. So. <laughs> so I was very interested in uh, what kind of foods might be traditional as far as uh, the process of feasting or fasting and then feasting. And you mentioned, so dates and water? Yeah, dates and water, it, it really depends. I mean, because Islam is, is a religion and not necessarily a culture. Um, so it depends on which, you know, what ethnicity you are. Um, dates and water is pretty standard. You'll have dates and water everywhere, right? Okay. But, I mean, there's only, you, you only have like one or three or five dates. Generally, it's an odd number. Um, oh, okay. one of the traditions of the prophet. And so you'll eat your dates and then you go pray because it's, there's a sunrise, sundown prayer that coincides with the, the breaking of the fast. So you go pray and then you come back and, um, you'll eat. I know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Egyptian and in my family, um, you know, you generally, uh, you'll get the better foods during Ramadan. The food's always oh, okay. really good. And <laughs> so like the kind of the delicacies, um, more caloric foods, you'll get them during Ramadan. And I know, um, Sada's Indian and, 
I'm actually Pakistani, but yeah, we get the good stuff. Uh, uh-huh. Every Ramadan, you know, my mom always, there's certain dishes she'll make. Everything's really good. Especially after a day of fasting, everything tastes good. Anyway. Yes, yeah, everything <laughs> tastes good. My, my wife's actually Indian, and uh, it was interesting to go and, you know, see what they eat for when they break fast it's pretty different than what we do they have like a they have like a fruit salad and some like pretty hearty juice you'll drink that eat the fruit salad and then go pray and then come back and get like the rice and the meat and like the chicken and the salad and all that stuff so yeah so all the way around it's it's i mean it is of course a special a special time of year but again it's the food it's special too so the fasting is important and the food is special too. It's interesting. Yeah, Ramadan it's it's the best time of year. I mean, no question. And more more so because of like the spiritual aspect of things. Um, but the food is I mean, the food is legit. It's really good. Okay. <laughs> if you just tuned in, we're talking about uh Ramadan and the fasting in Ramadan and about Fastathon, which is coming up on Wednesday, October nineteenth. Thursday, October nineteenth. Oh, Thursday, October nineteenth, I'm sorry. Okay. That's an opportunity to um to to join people in fasting and find out what it's about for one day mm-hmm. and money is donated and will go to food gatherers in the process. And um, I was just thinking, are there some foods that are considered inappropriate for Ramadan particularly? Well, um, there's there are certain dietary restrictions that we as Muslims have anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not allowed to eat pork um, and we don't eat any meat that's... Um, well, some... There are certain meats in general. Meat should be prepared a, a certain way before you eat it. Is that um, halal? That's halal, exactly. Okay. Um, it's very similar to kosher. It's just uh, some of the restrictions in terms of you know milk and meat, and some of the restrictions on um, on uh, seafood. We don't we don't have. It's just a matter of how the animal was 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 slaughtered and prepared. Um, and these are kind of prohibited throughout the year. Uh, Ramadan in general, I, there aren't any foods that you're specifically supposed to stay away from, um, except for food in general during, during the, during, during the, the day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to take just a moment to, uh, take a little musical break and then uh, we'll come back in just a moment with Abdul and Sarah talking about the fastathon. You're listening to Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thank you. 
This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're listening to a little bit of music from Nomo, remixed by Dabrier, and this is called Not Wisely Too Well, and that is from a collection by Dabrier called Additional Productions, Volume 1. What we're here to do today is talk about Ramadan and fasting and something called the Fastathon at the University of Michigan, and I'm here with Abdul, from, who is the Vice President of Campus Affairs of the Muslim Students Association, and Sarah, who is organizing the Fastathon. And um, when, when uh, Ramadan began, I happened to be in Windsor, and I was in an Ethiopian restaurant, and at sundown, which is... Now, just quick question, when did Ramadan begin? At sundown... Um, yeah, it, it actually, it's on the lunar calendar, okay. and, uh, and it, on the Islamic calendar, the day begins at sunset, the traditional day before. So, um, it, day begins at sunset and ends at sunset. Okay. And so, Ramadan began, uh, I believe it was September 25th, um, but again, it's on the lunar calendar, so it moves throughout the year. Okay. Um, yeah, so. And, uh. There was the Ethiopian restaurant, and the owner uh, took some time to pray on on a rug, on a prayer rug, uh, as the sun went down. And I was very intrigued because at the same time he had a TV on in the restaurant, and it was a British guy talking about how all religion is bunk. <laughs> and I thought to myself, well, that's that's an interesting juxtaposition. And I thought, well, that makes me think of the kind of challenges you might face if you're doing something uh, that might be challenging, like Ramadan, uh, the fasting in Ramadan. Uh, do you have some thoughts on that? What are some of the challenges, or, or what is it like at the University of Michigan doing all of your classes and all of that work and also uh, fasting? Well, um, I'm sure both of us have something to add to this. Um, I've been, I'm, I'm a senior, so I've been on campus for four years now. Um, you know, it's, in general, you won't, you won't have classes that are too late, so you get to break fast. Um, but, you know, class is hectic, and you have to do a lot of walking around campus and whatnot, so I guess that's taxing. Um, my biggest challenge has been that I, I play lacrosse for the university, and uh, just uh, lots of times I'll practice at seven o'clock, which is right as soon as you know you can break fast. So oh, yeah. can't really eat because then you really won't feel very good when you're running around and playing and practicing. Right. Um, so you know, prolongs your fast two hours and you're, you're working out. Um, which is difficult. Actually, just this morning, I uh, had a stadium run, ran the steps of the stadium, and uh, I have practice again tonight at 9. So uh, <laughs> it's, these are the days that I'm like, wow, I, I really wish uh, it wasn't almost done right now. <laughs> but, I mean, in general, it's it's a challenge no matter what you do. And I think no matter who you are or what you're doing, it's going to be a challenge <clears throat> regardless because, you know, food and water are essential. Yeah. So. Uh, well, for me, I guess I don't have anything as difficult as Abdul does, but um, it's really hard for me to stay awake in my 8 o'clock lecture. I usually have to drink something, like, so just so I can, like, focus, but now I'm always, like, falling asleep, <sighs> and then I've, ha- recently I've had, like, two exams, so I've had to break fast, like, during the exam. Uh-huh. I just take a bottle of water and just keep drinking, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, um, it feels good, though, like, to be fasting and stuff, even though it's challenging, it's like it makes you feel good. Yeah, you definitely feel like you accomplished something at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, I imagine it feels good in a number of ways. I mean, I suppose in the one sense, I mean, we're all in the United States and we sometimes eat too much, and it makes us forget about. I mean, it's it, it can be pretty confusing. I mean, you're eating a lot and you're not really thinking about what's going on around you. And then also, I think um, that um, I, I guess I'd like to hear what you think about that. Why why does it feel good? I mean, maybe some more on that. Um, it's it's really I, like I I guess when you 
if you know that you're doing it for, you know, in our in our case, you're doing it for God, right? And God tells you to do it, and you're doing it, and that's something that you feel like you're you're kind of stepping up to the plate, taking the challenge, mm-hmm. and getting through it every day. Um, and also, you know, it's I I think that when you take ownership of yourself in the way that you would in in a fast, it's very empowering. Because you know, if you, if you can go through 14 hour, you know, 12 to 14 hour day without any food or any water, when it comes down to things like not procrastinating your studies, or you know, not watching TV when there's something better you should be doing, or um, you know, staying away from things that you feel are not appropriate in your life, it makes it a lot easier because you've just gone through a month of fasting every day from sunrise to sunset mm-hmm. you know so uh it was interesting one of my friends was like yeah i didn't eat lunch today i was like bro i haven't eaten lunch for about 17 <laughs> days <laughs> so yeah it's interesting i mean it do you find people uh sometimes inviting you to lunch or dinner and forgetting or yeah my, my teammates like to uh joke around with me especially during oh. ramadan they'll they'll uh kind of you know stick the sandwich in my face or whatnot but i mean it's it's just it's all in good fun interesting i have a i have a medical school interview coming up and uh i'm supposed to have lunch with a faculty member oh. which is going to be rather interesting because I'm, i i don't want to make the, that person feel awkward that i'm not eating with them right. um and they're just kind of sitting there eating and i'm fasting and but uh, you know it's it's something that i've been used to you know i started fasting when i was real little probably seven years old oh yeah um yeah and it, it's something that i've just been used to you know in, in high school you had to sit in the cafeteria while everybody else ate. So, I mean, that's that's good conditioning right there. Yeah, I'd have to say it's it's usually more awkward for the people that are eating because they'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm eating. <laughs> but you're, you're just so used to it that you don't feel bad. So Yeah. So after a while, you kind of get a sense of uh, how much energy you're going to need at a certain time of day. Yeah. I know for me, like just with lacrosse and stuff, I, I plan, like, I as soon as I break fast, I'm chugging water. And as soon as, you know, I, I know exactly what I'm going to eat, um, probably like a day in advance, know what I'm going to eat it. Like, as soon as I get out of practice, this is what I'm going to eat. Mm-hmm. This is how many calories I'm going to take in. In the morning, I'm going to wake up, eat this much, and then go on my day. And it, it normally works pretty well, but if I vary off too much, then I, I can have some adverse adverse results. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Fastathon. I'd like to take just another brief break, and then we'll talk a little bit more in more detail about Fastathon and how to get involved. Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're talking about Ramadan, and we're talking about Fastathon. 
And what I think is interesting is you can look on a website called, now let's see, I had that in front of me a second ago, fastathon.org, I believe. Yep. That's the national website. And you can find out all about uh, what it involves. And at the University of Michigan, uh, Sarah, could you talk a little bit about, again, what that involves? Uh, yeah, uh, Fastathon, it's a day where um, we ask, we're asking non-Muslims, uh, students and staff at the University of Michigan to fast for one day, which is from sunrise to sunset on Thursday, October 19th. And we have business sponsors that are going to pay a set quantity of money for every non-Muslim we get to fast. And at the end of the day, all that money is donated to food gatherers, uh, emergency local food bank. And um, we're also inviting everyone, that is, all the participants, to an iftar, which is like the dinner where you break your fast. Oh, okay. Um, it's going to be at the West Quad Wedroom. And the way that you can sign up to fast is online, online registration. It's really quick. Um, I can give you the website. It's www.umish.edu um, slash tilde muslims, M-U-S-L-I-M-S. And you just fill out a couple um, couple of questions and that's it. Okay. And I'm looking at the website right now and I I think this is, I'd like to read the phrase here. This is very interesting to me. Uh, I am hungry for change. I pledge to willingly and joyfully participate in the Ramadan fastathon for the benefit of the food gatherers of Ann Arbor. I understand that I am pledging to abstain from all food and liquid during the daylight hours, approximately 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Thursday, October 19, 2006. I am also going to do my best to refrain from negative thoughts and speech. Yep. And that must be a, an integral part of that. Then. That's that's an aspect of fasting that a lot of people miss is that, uh, it, again, it's self-control, right? And uh, sometimes, you know, Eating and drink, not eating and not drinking are, you know, that's fine, whatever, you do that. But if you can't control your tongue or control, you know, your mind, you haven't really gained anything. Mm. And so there's actually a, uh, a saying of the prophet, um, peace be upon him, that if you, you know, a person who fasts, but then, you know, talks bad about his neighbor or about, you know, behind his back or, or you know, slander somebody or, um, you know, lose control of his thoughts, then he or she has just, gone hungry for no real real purpose hasn't mm-hmm. really gained anything and so that's that's a very integral part of it is that you you know you control yourself not just food and drink but you control yourself mind body and soul so and we were just talking off off the mic just a moment ago about uh freedom and discipline and uh one thing arbolf was saying i think we were all talking about the fact that in the united states there are a lot of freedoms so i think w- when you decide to fast you you re- like you're saying you you really think about oh, what what's a value in your life, yeah, and um, and do you know what I'm talking about? I was trying to remember what we were talking about exactly the phrasing we were using, but uh, yeah, you, we were talking about uh, I think the the what he brought up was that uh, if you have all freedom, what he tells his music students is that yes. if you have all freedom and no discipline. Then, then you you know drive your car into a tree or whatnot. You, it's, yeah. it's reckless. Yeah. But if you have all all uh, discipline and no freedom, then you're basically in jail. Right. And so the important thing is to have all of both, um, because you can't really exercise discipline unless you're free to do so in the beginning. You know, and you're not compelled to by any other external measures. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it really is the ultimate exercise of of, of discipline. And you have the freedom to discipline yourself. Is kind of what we were talking about. Yeah. 
and it's something you can be proud of, sounds like. Yeah. Yep. Well, are there any other thoughts you have about uh, Ramadan or the fastathon? It's, it's a very interesting uh, topic. But uh. um, I would say, well, for non-Muslims, let's say they're they're thinking about um, fasting for on Fast Sunday. Um, I would say that a thing that you gain from it is that you really just start to appreciate like what you have, because there's so many people that just go without food and water even water, you know, clean water, um, like their whole lives. So if you try it for one day, just see what you get from it. And also you're giving money to the poor without actually giving your own money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, I I just want to encourage everybody to uh, at least consider it. It's a really, I mean, if you've never done it, it's, it's empowering to a degree that you wouldn't necessarily understand unless you've done it before. Mm. Um, it's, it's, I, I've had people who fasted with me before come out of the fast and just say, you know, it just kind of changed their outlook on things, if not at least for a day. You know what I mean? Um, and it's uh, I know a lot of people who aren't Muslim who fast Ramadan anyway, just because yeah. they see it as a very um, enlightening uh, practice that doesn't necessarily, you know, not not necessarily for a reason, but just because of the fact that they can can get that kind of control over themselves. So it's it's a really great experience, and uh, the food's going to be real good. Mm-hmm. And so we've been talking to some of the sponsors, and so um, it really, all in all, is a great time. Great. Well, again, just to wrap up, uh, Fastathon is going to be Thursday, October 19th. You can read about it at umich.edu slash tilde muslims, and you can sign up for a registration form to get involved. And what is the name of the uh, feast afterwards again? I just wanted to mention. It's called the Iftar. Iftar. Yep. Okay. And you can find all about that on the website. I'd like to thank you so much, Abdul and Sarah. Thank you for the opportunity. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Uh, from the Muslim Students Association. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. And just before we go, I'd like to mention uh, one other event going on in Ann Arbor. It's the Edge Fest. It's a musical event, lots of improvisational artists, and a lot of different kinds of music. And some of it is free, and it, and it got my notice that some of them are in restaurants. And this is a show about food, so I figure it was my obligation to mention that it's in restaurants. Uh, some of the artists playing tomorrow at Edgefest, well, it starts, actually started Wednesday, continues through Saturday. Carl Peska will be at Zingerman's at 1 o'clock tomorrow. That's a free concert. Corey and Mikulowski will be at Argirio's Italian Restaurant at 5.30. That's free. And the Wormwood Quartet will be at Sweetwaters in Carytown Market at 7 p.m. tomorrow. That's free. Lots of other concerts. Tickets are available. You could go to carytownconcerthouse.com to find out about that. And one of the performers is going to be, right here, uh, Tim Byrne. Tim Byrne's Paraphrase is one of the performers. They will be at the Firefly Club tomorrow at 10 p.m. You can find out about tickets for that at carytownconcerthouse.com. And... We're going to go out with some music by Tim Burns, paraphrase, and then get you into Arwolf, who will help you to face the music. I've been Mike for the last half hour. Thanks for listening. This is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor.
7 o'clock. This is Radio Free Ann Arbor, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. We are the voice of the underground intellectual resistance movement, broadcasting from student-run radio in the basement of the Student Activities Building. It is experimental radio, run by students, and it's very community-infused. I mean, there's all kinds of energies coming from the community. It's sort of like community high school's community resource program, you know what I mean? This show that's coming in right now is called Face the Music. Now, what is Face the Music exactly? Well, with Face the Music, we present every week a core sample of human noise and music, and we conduct an ongoing search for viable national anthems for these United States. We figure the United States of America is so very diverse, and the anthem we've been stuck with for a long time is so rude and pugnacious, we thought it'd be nice if we 